This is Acceptable Vices for October 28th, 2016. Tonight, Tech News Roundup. Hey everybody, this is Victor Frost, and this is Acceptable Vices. Here on the show tonight, we've got Skojo. Hey, Skojo. Hey. How you doing, man? Uh, surviving. It's been brutal at work, but I'm Oof. still alive. Oh, glad glad to have you with us. How's not playing Civ Six going for you? <laughs> Pretty bad, because uh, I'm not playing it right now. Uh-oh. But Suffering withdrawals? Yeah, yeah, it's actually pretty interesting. It's really way different from Civ 5 but then like some aspects are the same it's different but the same but different but the same this the whole <laughs> district thing is just really interesting and confusing in that game but that's uh, a whole other topic that, that's a whole other kettle of fish uh george we've got you here hey george how's it going that's going pretty good that's a pretty rad shirt you got there this shirt yeah this is way old yeah that's a yeah, awesome that's, shirt that's a great shirt People who will watch the stream will will be able to see it. People who aren't won't. <laughs> it's a merry cool. It's it's a it's a it's an atom of sort. Uh, it's an atom of sort. It's an old root shirt. It's actually really funny because I was once in the Udvar Hazy, uh, walking down from the second floor to the first floor with my friend, and we encountered someone in the stairwell who was wearing the exact same shirt. Wow! Did you become? Did you come Did you t-shirt have a bros? reaction? Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is I think carbon. It's not really very reactive. <laughs> uh and we have Cherba. Hey Cherbs. Hi. Hi. How you doing, man? Oh yeah, doing alright. Fucking pretty tired, as you can tell by the fact that it looks like I have my eyes closed half the time. <laughs> What's, go- what's going on with you, Cherbra? Uh, I am in the pre-PAX death march, which is what happens <laughs> when you're a journalist and you're taking the week off right before the election to go to PAX. <laughs> yeah. What do they? Ha- they don't. They have you on the. I mean, is Australia having election, or are you guys just really carefully watching ours? No, I'm on. I'm on the American election. It's just that, like, that's kind of my patch because you know I'm good at things. Yeah, yeah, you are. <laughs> oh, I know a shitload. I know a shitload of Americans. I know polling, and I know the American political system, which puts me a couple of steps up on a lot of local journalists. <laughs> American political. How, how weird is our political system to you guys? I'm curious. It's pretty fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine our general really? is that we weird. We think so too. The primary is the crazy part. The primary is ridic. Like, you actually vote for a president. Like, one person. One. (laughs) Oh, well, that's that's sort of not really. Yeah, really. And, like, I had an argument the other day with a dude who was carrying on about, like, oh, the State Department and fucking arms deals in Saudi Arabia and rabbiting on with all this shit. And I'm like, dude, do you not even know how your own fucking State Department works? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you would find it quite common that most Americans have no working knowledge of how our government is structured or operates. Oh, the best bit is he try- he kept trying to lecture me on how he thinks the State Department works after I told him that I actually covered the same deal that he was fucking talking about. And I knew it better than he did. <laughs> It, it was like the Facebook equivalent of someone saying, read the article to the person that wrote the article. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I read this article. It's like, I wrote that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Our, our State Department is moderately incompetent, like most government agencies. That's <laughs> well, how it works. Well. Things that our governments have in common. A little bit. Well, that, that's, that's a function of governments that's being moderately incompetent well hey you know mildly incompetent this is a this is a good moment to bring in the aside that i wanted to bring up on politics before we get into tech real quick oh dude i I have a friend a friend lives in washington and uh hold on Uh, in washington state okay okay and voted for donald trump today even though he doesn't like him 
and he like never is it our dear friend Rochelle Mantenona? No, he's actually Trump supporter and Twilight lover. His here's his quote. Well, I voted as per my obligation obtained by caucusing. I voted for Donald Trump. However, of the five candidates for president, I most supported Evan McMuffin. Well, McMillan. <laughs> um, if you're in a state where your vote doesn't matter, like most of them, I strongly encourage you to look at some of the vo- uh, videos of him on YouTube and see what he has to say. And then he, so he, a bunch of people were like, what are you talking about? And he's like, well, as someone who took part in the caucus to pick the Republican nominee, I am obligated to support and vote for the person who won the caucus in the general. And no, I find no. that such a weird <laughs> argument. I'm just like, I was like, just you can just say that you voted for him because you hope he puts conservative judges in. Like, <laughs> And you know what? He's not going to. It's really. No, I know. And he, well, he's like, well, his response to that is, I don't think he, I don't believe he will. I believe that I am honor bound to support the person who was nominated by the overall process. And I'm just like, I'm I mean, I mean, sure. If that's what you believe, then <laughs> that is indeed how you have to vote. But, uh, yeah, it is now, he, there, there ain't no actual law or rule about that. Okay. Well, actually a lot of the open primaries require you to take an oath to take part in that particular party's primary that says that you will support them. Uh, I've always taken it as a committee person that I can't join a campaign of a non-Democrat. But when I go to vote, I can vote however the F I want. I just have to stay out of it if I'm not supporting a Democrat yeah. and I'm a committee person. <laughs> and and I also really, really can't use my my status as a committee person to campaign for somebody who's not part of the party that I am a committee person of, but it's just so weird to th- to see somebody try to make that explanation for why they, uh, they voted I for just, Trump. I mean, to be honest, it's not the stupidest thing someone has done in the name of honor. Let's, let's be real. That is true. <laughs> I mean, but I like wonder, like if you're in a caucus and like, we're going to, I'm going to Godwin this already, but let's say like Hitler and somebody <laughs> is running, you're supporting that somebody and they lose the caucus. Like you're going to be like, Oh, well, I'm honor bound to support this other guy because reasons and that Godwin fast. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Actually, one thing I wish that uh, America would take up, even though probably only because it would be a glorious shit show if they actually did is question time. Question, question time? time is fucking rad. <laughs> okay. You know you're going to have really to clarify this for me. What, what is question time? Okay, question time is basically in Parliament is what happens when members of Parliament ask questions of other government ministers, including the Prime Minister, which they are obligated to answer. Oh, is this like that thing in the Hansard you pointed me towards? Uh, it does pop up in the Hansard since the Hansard is a record of all parliamentary <laughs> proceedings. Yes. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, basically ministers get to ask whatever question they like, and they are obligated to give an answer. Can the answer be like, F you, or like, flip them off um, and walk away? (laughs) I I suppose the answer could technically be, fuck you, but (laughs) you would also get ejected from Parliament for doing it. Probably. Um, Uh, I'm not actually sure what the uh, what the exact nature of the obligation is in regards to how you must answer because I know you can actually step away from answering certain questions, as in like you don't actually have to necessarily answer the question. Yeah, but I can't remember the exact rules as to what mean what governs that. I know mm. that uh, national security you're allowed to dodge questions on. <laughs> yeah, you just like get up and they yeah. immediately ask you. So, what's this top secret plan? So, what happened to Harold Holt? Fuck! Walked into the wasn't that, that's the guy that walked into the ocean, the PM that walked. That, uh, he, uh, well, I suppose he did technically walk into the ocean <laughs> on account of the fact that he was going swimming and he can't exactly just can <laughs> vanish. Walk, walk, I don't know. He walked into the ocean to go swimming and then never swam back in. <laughs> See, I personally, I personally like to think 
<laughs> he just walked into the ocean and went, fuck this shit, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this! I'm going to <laughs> gonna go become the uh, gonna go become the PM of Bikini Bottom or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, like we are. As far as I am aware, the only country on Earth that has lost a prime just lost a prime minister in the ocean. Like, where'd he go? Uh, oh, oh! I've mentioned this before on the podcast, but you want to know the best bit? Yeah, go ahead. His uh, his official gov- government memorial is the Harold Holt Community Swimming Pool. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute! <laughs> really? Really? <laughs> he got lost in the ocean. See, I'm surprised. Still Australians are fantastic. Uh, let me correct that. It is it is the Harold Holt Memorial Swimming Center. Oh, that's so. Wait, how many of your prime ministers have died in the past due to the environment of Australia, or (laughs) and or like animals of poisonous animals? How many? I don't actually know. I feel like like it's not zero. It, it, it has to be so, so far we know it's at least one yeah at did least you, one did died. you lose sure but did you guys lose a PM in the great emu war uh yes but it was the emu prime minister <laughs> <laughs> alright well uh time for us to get on to the tech news roundup so here we go first things first microsoft put out a uh, a whole bunch of very delightful announcements uh the first one uh which is perhaps the biggest one is the uh microsoft surface studio it is an all-in-one uh desktop put out by microsoft and it is a a strange uh, computer, but I would I would happily say altogether very tempting for artists. Isn't it just like the that iMac that was in a giant screen, but the like you know way newer yeah. technology? Okay, so, so here's the to being a Cintiq. Yeah. Than, uh, so so here's the iMac. deal. So here's the deal with the Surface Studio. Uh, this is the latest member of the <laughs> Surface hardware lineup. Uh, it's an all-in-one. And it is uh, the all the computery bits are in the base, and the screen is very thin. On the screen, however, it is it is perhaps the strangest part of this thing, because George, what's 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 the aspect ratio of most LCDs? Um, at the moment, I think it's a sixteen nine. Yeah, sixteen uh, sixteen nine, nine or sixteen ten. Yeah. Yeah. Those are those are both the standard aspect ratios. This yeah. is a this screen. Uh, the resolution of it is 4,500 by 3,000, which places hmm. it quite nicely at a 3 by 2 aspect ratio. So 3 it's by 2. Three oh, by yeah, two. I, I sort of see that, yeah. Yeah, 3 by 2. It's 28 inches. It's got a uh, DPI, oh, I'm sorry, a PPI of 190, uh, 192, something like that. And uh, I think, works. I think DPI is still f- effective in that. Yeah. Um, uses, you can use the surface, uh, the, the, the surface stylus, the pen they have thing on it. And, um, it has, you can use the surface dial, uh, which sounds really stupid, but when you see it in action, I can immediately, um, envision what I would use it for. And that is a big fucking no (laughs) 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 gotta twiddle those knobs (laughs) (laughs) gotta work that knob really well gotta work your knob way to anticipate that quarter second lag yeah (laughs) (laughs) uh you gotta um i would use it as a volume knob and it's kind of awesome, but you can see like uh, really? an artist. You only use it as a volume knob. Well, That's I would use no, 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 waste no. Of the technology George, George, here, George, George. I would use it as a volume knob in my audio workstation, which means I would use it for all the faders, not just as a system volume knob. Um, I'd use it as a jog wheel, man. Yeah, jog wheels. Same. Yeah, it's how I mean, much it's, do they want for it? Because okay, the it di- seems cool. The not the dial itself is ninety nine dollars, but all right. that's all right. 
but it comes free with a pre-order of the Surface Studio, which goes anywhere from $2,999 up to, I think, like it was $4,250. So How much is a Cintiq? uh, Probably about that much. So what's kind of amazing for me on this (laughs) front is... um, this is a this is a desktop computer that's not only out out appling Apple, but going right after Wacom as well. A lot of the uh, a lot of websites uh, that I go to for news for artists, you know, for either YouTubers or filmmakers, audio engineers, and things like that. Everybody seems to be really jazzed about the Surface. No film school particularly is is super excited. Um, they are saying that the um, the Microsoft Surface Studio is the full-screen touch control creatives have been waiting for. And no lie, I'm kind of I'm kind of down with that. I mean, and the, I mean, the, the tech specs it, on this thing are no slouch either. I mean, it looks good. And in theory, it's good. But it has Windows. <laughs> like if it was a if it was a Mac, it'd be amazing. But because it's Windows, what George? Uh, what are you talking about? What's wrong with Windows? What's wrong with Windows, George? Well, it's, you know. Uh, it's no, Windows. I I don't know, George. <laughs> <laughs> Care to elaborate on that? Yeah. <laughs> wow, this video is really dramatic. Introducing the Microsoft Studio. I really <laughs> like, like music. It's like, oh! I like how they do like seven or eight different shots just of the monitor tilting down. Like, okay, guys, pay attention. The monitor can go Ew. down like this. It's awesome. I know. I think this that part. Now. No, it's really cool. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's like, like really amazing. <laughs> where they do like eight cuts of the dude kicking someone in the face. <laughs> <laughs> so spec wise, oh, this, this thing is, the, is um, oh, it, it's pretty that's all right. How the works. Yeah, spec wise, it's it's pretty all right. It's uh, it's got a Nvidia GeForce 980M, uh, Intel i7, and uh, you can get it with up to 32 gigs of RAM and two terabytes of storage. Which, in a tiny little base like that, I gotta wonder how well it's going to perform thermally. Though, if they're although if it's aluminum, they might be using the whole damn base as part of the heatsink. Mm, that is true. Mm. Which means, with the 980M in there and the i7, you could probably keep your mug of tea warm on the base of it. <laughs> maybe. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Um, I don't know, man. I must admit, one thing I am kind of glad about with this is it's like this giant screen. Oh, it's yeah. fucking high aspect ratio, high color, like high accuracy color, all that sort of mm-hmm. business. Highly mobile, touchscreen, all this fancy shit. And it's also not the kind of computer that's like basically just built to be a fucking specs piece for the PC Nazi race motherfuckers. <laughs> They're just going to have to go and fucking sit in the corner and cry for a bit because I'm, nobody cares about them for the next two days. I really, I really want them it. to just release the screen on its own. I would happily buy just the screen and hook it up to my computer because I already have a good powered machine. So I re- You know what's interesting? What so, the computer actually is here? It's in well, no, the I, base. The, the, the interesting part about the, the knob, actually. Yeah. The interesting part about the knob is that the original Microsoft Surface, right, was those table computers that yeah. they were trying to use for like games and stuff. And yeah. they used, they used, you know, you stuck stuff on it and it, it gave you information, right? And they were usually like circle pieces. So the knob is pretty much taking from the original Surface yeah. something that they didn't have in their rebranding of the, you know, tablet computer mm-hmm. uh, surface so it's kind of interesting that yeah. they've now gone back to that well i mean i like the idea of using uh input physical input devices that aren't keyboards and mice for computers there's a lot of the things that you know look while the mice and the and the keyboard are both very precise input devices sometimes you just need something with that little more that analog granularity for you know making subtle inputs so that is one thing i wonder about that knob like is it gonna be a good knob i can't abide by a bad knob yeah i mean it's gotta have that uh, that it's gonna (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> and I can't track marker. Patreon supporters, there's a, there's an extra bit just for you. So check it out. It'll be in the, it'll be a special post just for you. A Cherba, oh, yes. a good knob ringtone for you. <laughs> Considering that we have approximately fifty percent of our Patreon donors in this call. No, uh, we have uh, one Patreon supporter in this call, <laughs> and it's George. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. We've got fifty percent of our Patreon supporters no, in this call. <laughs> we got. We have. Uh, we have uh, seven Patreon supporters at the moment. <laughs> uh, Everyone, you should support them because this shit ain't free. No, no, it is not. Um, By the I, way, uh, you know, I haven't gotten my my paycheck for appearing. <laughs> I have no We're idea what you're talking you about. Um, We're going to pay you in Ameros after Hillary unifies Canada, US, it. and Mexico into one country. That's it. A racist God, that would actually be really awesome. I know. Yeah. I've been looking forward to that. <laughs> Why the hell yeah, isn't like, it? That's a crazy right-wing conspiracy theory that has been going on for years now, yeah. the whole unification of the American continent and, like, changing the currency for the Amero and all that shit. And I'm just or, like, or what the is new world conspiracy world. theory? That sounds wicked. That sounds great. <laughs> I know, it sounds great. Oh, so um, a little more information on the, surface, uh, on the Surface Dial, that's what it's called. It is Bluetooth, so it will work with other computers. So there's that. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and it has haptic feedback. That's interesting. That is really cool. Uh, so there's that. That's uh, that's one of the things Microsoft uh, announced. The other thing they announced uh, is a new iteration of the Surface Book, uh, which I've I've had the opportunity to take a few pokes at at the uh, Microsoft store near me, and it is very nice. Um. They teased a little bit about uh, Windows VR headsets, which they didn't go too far into, um, but it's going to be $299, and it'll run the same sort of holographic platform as the HoloLens. It just won't be the whole see-through thing. It's just, you know, a headset a la the um the Oculus Rift or the Samsung Gear VR. So that's where they're that's what they announced over there. Um a version of paint for doing 3D stuff. Um, uh, live oh, yeah, 3D memes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Windows People, which I guess is sort of like integrating a social network into Windows, which I'm not sure how I feel about. So wait, Windows looked at how successful memes were and decided to copy yeah. that. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, that's a good move. It, it's not memes. It's more like um, it's going to let you communicate directly with other people on their what computer. Was that social network Nintendo well, we all did for three weeks and then stopped? I still oh, use Mitomo. It's great. <laughs> Love I it. have literally never installed it. Well, get back okay. on that shit, man. I never installed it ever. A pity. <laughs> There's no getting back on. I was never on the <laughs> ship. I was looking at the ship sinking going, why the fuck are all those people on that ship? I don't get it. <laughs> um... And, I still uh, do it just because occasionally there's Nintendo themes that come up for those silver coins. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. those silver coins, you get them through well, Miitomo in effectively unlimited amounts. So I'm just yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, because you can get stuff through the Nintendo store using Miitomo coins. Well, 99.9% so to Well, no, you can also yeah. use the Miitomo <laughs> coins for like getting outfits and stuff in Miitomo, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, and then finally, uh, Windows 10 is getting yet another big update. Uh, in early 2017, they're gonna get what's, uh, we're gonna get what's called the Creators Update. Uh, it's gonna include, and this is a direct quote from The Verge, um, a uh, highlight of the update includes the addition of new 3D creation tools, live streaming and custom tournaments for the Xbox apps, and a focus on communicating with close context by putting, quote, People at the center of the Windows experience. Uh, he said, uh, Terry Myerson, executive vice president of Microsoft Windows and Devices Group, says he wants Windows 10 to have, quote, the effect of the Gutenberg press on the next wave of computing. So, <laughs> that's a bit lofty, nah. in my opinion. But, uh, hey. I want to be like the internet. <laughs> 
<laughs> Good luck, dude. Good luck, dude. Good luck. Ah. Well, full of porn and Nazis. <laughs> well, strictly speaking, ah. before the internet, the world was already full of porn and Nazis. So. Yeah, but I didn't have them streaming into my fucking house. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, 1940s Germany would disagree with yeah, you. <laughs> come up with a response to the idea of porn and Nazis streaming into your house. Ah. <laughs> uh, Oh, uh, that's Nazis in the porn. You can also, <laughs> and this so is, bad, <laughs> you can also, and this is the last bit of stuff for uh, for the Microsoft side here. Uh, there, the Action Center is going to get a uh, a revamp, going to make it look better and uh, work better. Uh, you can do, you can set up the accent colors in Windows to custom colors, which is something that I would particularly enjoy. Although I love the mint green I have right now. having a nice rest there oh and they're gonna have a music maker app uh in there so it's gonna be paint but for music is it gonna be anywhere near as revolutionary as microsoft songsmith oh one can only dream but um no it's gonna be called uh, songsmith dad Oh god, uh, that, was so that was so beautiful. Uh, that was so bad, but it is. Yeah, um, so- well, based on the one screenshot I see of it here, a it's going to have full MIDI support. B it's going to come with loops and stuff. So I'm thinking it's going to be something more like a, a light version of Sony's Acid. Uh, so that's going to be interesting. <sighs> so that's that for Microsoft. Next up, we have Apple, which didn't have much. Um, What's new? Well, the MacBook Pro now has a very has like basically a pencil-sized uh, touchscreen right above the keyboard. So I, it's called the Touch mm. Bar. Uh, the Emoji Bar. Yeah, emojis <laughs> yeah, among other like the things. The Emoji Bar. Oh god, yeah. Um, We've added some keys mean, to your keyboard. They're emojis. It sounds like something. Why is it that Apple is naming everything with a touchscreen like as if it was something that Donald Trump would do in his off time? The touch bar. The touch bar sounds like where Donald Trump goes to do engage in a bit of forced touch. Touch ID? <laughs> I think that's how he figures out which women is which. Which women? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> which women is which, huh, Germs? Yes. Um, hey, man, if you sleep as little as I can, you can be as free and easy with grammar as I yeah. am. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know, the uh, you're, you're the one who gets paid to write for a living. Yeah. Yeah, that's frightening, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It's utterly terrifying. Oh, that's horrific. Um, I don't know. If somebody, if somebody who touch types, like, customizable keys at the top of the keyboard, I'm like, I never look down at my keyboard. Yeah. And yeah, who, you, how many people use uh, function key, use the function keys anyways? I mean, not often. Yeah. Not a lot. Exactly. If anything, well, I'd say know. there are more accidental presses of function keys than intentional <laughs> does, ones. Honestly, does anyone even use Alt F4 anymore? I do. Like, be serious. I do. How often? Like, every day. Every day? Seriously? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, not every day, because my shit doesn't crash that often. But <laughs> Well, Alt F4 I mean, is just for closing programs, too. Actually, you know what I, I use mean, no, more? It is, it, it's the closed program shortcut. It usually doesn't work on programs that's crashed, anyways. Yeah. Um, what I do use quite a bit, and I'm going to move my camera to show this, um, are the customizable oh, hotkeys on the oh, side yeah. of my keyboard. Love those. I use them for... Uh, I set up macros for all the keyboard shortcuts for all of my editing stuff. So all I'll have just like blurry keys. Yeah. So, well, they're, they're, they're a, for the, for the people who didn't see it or couldn't see it or are listening to the show. Um, they are the Logitech, uh, programmable gaming keys. So I've got like, there are three clusters of six buttons and I've got one set up for split a clip, uh, delete, ripple, delete, you know, for, you know, doing hmm. editing. It's very, really, it makes everything so much more efficient. Um, so Apple, they have also updated Final Cut Pro, which basically everybody I know who used to use Final Cut before the uh, previous update, they basically jumped ship because apparently Final Cut Pro is garbage now. So I know nothing about this. That's so. okay. 
Uh, touch bar integration with things like Adobe Photoshop and DJ Pro. They've also announced support to include Microsoft Office, Pixelmator, Sketch, and DaVinci Resolve. And uh, 5K displays. Can you use your Apple Pencil to draw a very thin line across that tiny little touchpad? (laughs) (laughs) Like it's only good for drawing straight lines. (laughs) Uh, maybe. That would be all right. Like, hey. They should just make the whole thing into, um, (laughs) into the volume, into a volume controller or a screen brightness controller. And that's what most people are just going to use it for. Right. Um, they've got LG building them custom 5K displays just for the MacBook Pro. Uh, and it's basically going to be glorified docking stations. It'll charge the MacBook Pro while displaying video on it. So is is LG considered like the great display maker? I they're, usually view them as like Genero. Yeah, crap. they're, they're kind of they're okay. I mean, they're not Samsung. So I I kind of thought they were on the level of Samsung as far as TVs were concerned. I don't know. For me, Samsung was, uh, you know, just makes the best displays. Dell's Ultra Sharps are right up there. Um, I thought Apple made the best displays, but apparently they, they have, like, pulled the wool off, like, pulled the <laughs> the curtain aside. It's like, oh, God, we don't actually make our displays. We, we contracted to someone else. Yeah. So it's like, oh. Surprise! Shit. Ta-da! Uh, and, uh, they haven't updated the MacBook Air. They're probably going to do it soon, but they haven't yet. No, they said they're done with it, didn't they're they? They're done with it? I didn't. Yeah, they're, they're, they're uh, just like, nah, we're not going to do the MacBook Air anymore. Yeah. We don't really need it. Ah, uh, well, whatever. And that, uh, At least that's the link you sent me. So, I don't know. Well, okay, <laughs> so along with all these new stuff comes the death of features. So, uh, function keys, gone. MagSafe, uh, gonna be gone. SD cards. That's actually kind of an unfortunate one. MagSafe is a kind of a good connector. I wonder why they're killing it. USB because they 3.0C. Want to, Apple is on a crusade to get rid of things on laptops. Yeah. <laughs> They they don't want anything ruining their clean <laughs> lines. Uh, I don't quite understand. <laughs> I want I, things to be able to plug into my laptop. I, yeah, I, I kind of like being able to attach things. To you know how laptop. pissed I get when like a laptop only has like two USBs on it. And oh, I'm yeah. like, son of a bitch. <laughs> my laptop has three, and it bothers me. It needs more. Uh, and the SD card One, slot. Two. Out of there. So there's that. Who still use that? I do. You know, for getting uh, pictures off my camera. You know, I've got seven pulls on my laptop. And your what? My camera. Cam. What? What's a camera? You know, it's this thing. Is that like the app on my phone? (laughs) Don't you? You're supposed to have an iPhone, so you don't need the SD SD reader on your Mac. I mean, that's if you buy one, before, thing, right? you're yeah. buying all the Mac stuff, right? <laughs> that's that's uh, the camera. <coughs> I don't know. I don't have much to say. I'm usually yeah. a pretty Mac hater. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't hate Macs, <coughs> but I, I completely recognize that they're wholly overpriced. Um, oh, they're they're hideously overpriced. Here's the thing: is I would love for Windows to die and what? be replaced. I I really don't like Win- Windows. Is hideously insecure as a, as an it professional and an information security guy it is a source of never-ending problems except would, for the reasons it's not secure the reasons people like windows like that it's not just a completely locked down platform you know controlled you by do, apple you can do in, the in like bodgiest things on windows it's just the most yeah. insane bodges are only in, doable in a corporate Windows. space. It is just inviting problems. Then okay. So in I would love for Windows, I would love for Mac OS X to be just everywhere. Yeah, but the other problem is again, people don't attack the Mac OS to the level of Windows stuff because they there's not as many of them out there. Market share, dude. Come on. Anyways, market share. And this is an aside. Yeah. Uh, and then some. You know, unimportant stuff about Apple TV. Who cares? Um, Honestly, who uses one of those? I don't know. Uh, 
the person who has all Apple stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I think my girlfriend's parents have one. I technically own an Apple TV. It's sitting up there on the shelf. I got I picked it up off the curb outside of the uh it was <laughs> it fell <laughs> apparently fell out of a Goodwill dumpster, meaning they were throwing it away. But it was on the curb. <laughs> Victor the technology hobo. <laughs> it was on the back of this truck. No, it, it wasn't even it wasn't even on the back of a truck. It was very evident that not even Goodwill wanted it. Victor stole it from Goodwill. <laughs> hey man, to be fair, some of the best couches I've ever owned came off curbs. Yeah. Including the couch that, that nearly killed us all and burned down the house. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, uh, next up, Twitter is killing Vine, which is sad. Kind of. Kind so of. many Vines they are, today. They're killing, yeah. they're no, after, in a few months, they're not going to allow any more uploads to Vine, but this, but the website's still going to be around. They're doing the right thing, in my opinion. The website's still going to be around, so people can still view Vines that are already there, so... <laughs> For as long as they feel now like you have a funding chance of catching up on all the vines you missed. <laughs> yeah, you mean yeah, I know, right? Never watched in the first place. I only watched Vine compilations on YouTube mostly. I, oh god! I, I look at Vine. I open up the Vine app a lot, and I mostly use it for for two things. One, uh, when I'm in the bathroom and I want to watch some comedy, so I got <laughs> the comedian vines uh, going in there, and then. Uh, when I'm just chilling somewhere and I want to listen to some EDM, I have all my EDM people vines going. You heard it here first. I got a question Victor. for you guys. Victor you... Frost, EDM, only listenable in six-second chunks. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell the difference if it's just the same six seconds that keeps looping. Well, because they I always the use the best... Okay, first of all, I do love EDM, but when the EDM vines use the, use the best chunks of it. Of any given EDM song. What, the silence at the start and the end before oh, the song starts? Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I love Tropical House. I'm not even going to pretend I don't. Tropical House is I great. I, I love EDM, really. I'm just making the, fun of Victor. Yeah. The best tweet on the whole Vine closing was the uh, tweet from the guy who created Vine. And he, he retweeted his tweet about it getting bought by Twitter and how happy he was. And then he was like... Remember, guys, don't sell out. <laughs> like, <laughs> wow. Like, wow. Nice. Um, I, I have a question for you guys. Oh. How many of you, like, use these apps on your phone? Like, do you have a Vine app? Do you have an Instagram app? Do yeah. you have a Facebook app? Yeah. Do you use all these things? Yes. I have a Facebook app. I use I have none of this shit. I use Instagram all of the things. Vine, I have none of this shit on my phone. What do you have on your phone then? I only I use there, Wired Browser. Victor on his phone. <laughs> what? What do you, what do you <laughs> say, George? I only use a web browser to do any of this stuff. Facebook, Twitter, all of it. I, you I know, don't, you, but, I don't, but you can't like post to Instagram from a web browser. You need to use the app. Well, I don't use Instagram. <sighs> so I haven't tried. I haven't even tried to use Instagram because I don't quite get it. George <laughs> is the Luddite. I am no, no, he's no. George isn't a luddite. He doesn't actively oppose technology. He just doesn't use it. Which I just don't give a crap. Exactly. It's like this doesn't make my life better. Fuck it. Well, no, but here, George is actually swift on security. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, no, Um, I don't trust this shit on my phone. Like Facebook. Well, what do you think? At least Facebook- on my old Android phones, Facebook used to make them run like shit. That runs so I just- don't trust it. Uh, <laughs> I don't trust it as far as I can throw it. Runs really? I, can, just I, don't have arm. I have no trouble with Facebook. Can, yeah. You can throw one pretty far. I can throw it pretty far, but I don't trust it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Facebook runs just fine on my S7 Edge. And, you know, doesn't... doesn't my 6S iPhone. 7 going? <sighs> I really wanted that. <laughs> I just wanted that sigh. <laughs> it's the, hey, man, you can laugh all you want, but it's the <laughs> hardest thing in the market right now. Yeah. Well, no date is coming out in July, and I'm getting it then. So, so have they just abandoned the Note 7 yeah, entirely? Yeah, just, just completely. Just, it's just, gone. 
an entire product flushed out millions yep. of dollars. Yep. yep. Wow. Like this and bayoneted the fucking Note 7. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Next, reason, next bit of news. Uh, this this just happened today, uh, guys. I stuck a link in the chat for you over there. Uh, oh. Elon Musk came around my neck of the woods, went to Universal Studios in Los Angeles, and uh, he showed off the company's brand new Tesla uh solar rooftop panels, uh, and and the Powerwall two. And Power Pack 2, which is for businesses. Um, he announced these. They basic. Oh, wow. They look like shingles. Holy shit. Wait, is that cool? Of course they look like shingles because it's not that- Tesla. It's not fucking twee and stupid. Holy Fuck shit. <laughs> they look like shingles. That is, is that amazing. It? You know, That's the it. thing is, is, it talks about how expensive. It talks about the battery being $5,500. It doesn't tell you how much the solar panel. Oh, tiles it's probably going to be the same situation as the Solar City cuz you know, it's just basically the same company. How much point. was the old Powerwall? Does anyone remember? No clue. Uh, about $3,500 for the unit plus installation, which is about 1500 Yeah. Unless so you wait. installed it yourself, in which case it's going to be about $400,000 after you burn down your fucking house. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, yeah, it's funny because that. today I was supposed to get solar panels installed on my house. Oh. But uh, due to permit issues, they had to delay it a little bit longer. Huh. Um, so I was just kind of like, oh, this is interesting. Yeah. But I, I mean, I'm going with Venti Solar instead yeah. of uh, Solar City. So I wait, mean, hold on. Back up a moment on this Tesla thing. So they've introduced a new power wall that's 14 kilowatt hour capacity, right? Um, yep. mm-hmm. So they say. Um, but they introduced the Powerwall 1 with a 7 and a 10 kilowatt hour capacity, and then they discontinued the 10 because of, quote, lack of demand. (laughs) And now they're making a 14? Yes. (laughs) Well, I can see why the 10 might get lack of demand because... It's I mean, not a lot, the, man. The people who are going to buy the real big ones are going to be businesses, but the 10 just isn't big enough for a business. Yeah. Well, I mean, the... the, the well, why is the 14 better? So we're it's, just... It's, it's like 14 is getting towards the minimum kind of range you'd want for running a business with a power. Oh. Without oh. having to fucking series the things yeah, all the way up yeah. the wall. So, so here's um, the thing. <laughs> They're saying that this... Um, first of all, I think it's fucking amazing that these uh there's this new power roof as they said uh, the new solar roof which is completely a great name for this because hell if it doesn't look just like um a- uh, asphalt shingles i um, wish my house wasn't under a fucking tree yeah um these will be you know fantastic. we can solve that we we've, we've we've engineered a solution for that in caveman times called fire yeah oh well Maybe you would, just you would catch my house on fire as well as the, the houses tree. across the street. That um, sounds like your problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's why we're not doing it. Yeah. Um. Apparently, according to Elon Musk, who let us admit that he is um a bit, has a bit of a penchant for hyperbole, um, he says it has a quasi infinite lifetime because it's made of quartz. Uh, two to three times the longevity of asphalt, and that it will never wear out. So that's interesting. Bullshit. Yeah, I know. Fucking bullshit. Yeah. And also, I want to see the uh, I want to see the figures on how efficient this is after a year of sitting out there and getting all the fucking usual roof shit on it. Yeah. Well, that's I'm, the, I'm, yeah. Yeah. Wash my, my roof house will get much roof shit. That is that is definitely a thing. Yep. FYI, uh, just like the power wall, right? The uh, I'm looking at the site where it talks about what you would need. It's like a two-bedroom. If you're powering your whole house, will need uh, that's one. But as soon as you go to three, they recommend two power walls. <laughs> and then at four bedrooms, they recommend three power walls. Oh my! Holy shit! I only have a two-bedroom. I only need one. All right. Yeah, you so only need one. Apparently, these <laughs> these solar tiles. Apparently they come in four styles, which is uh, they one is a Tuscan one looks like the Tuscan ceramic roofs, 
What other one? Another one looks like slate glass. One is textured glass, and the other one just looks like an array of small solar panels. Which I'm not sure which one would be the most appealing to me because they hmm. all look great. Uh, yeah, and, uh, I don't know. I'm fifty fifty on this. Like on one hand, it's Elon Musk saying it, so I'm kind of like, yeah, I'll believe it when I see it, and it's actually working, and it's actually everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, on, on the, the other, other hand, on the other hand, considering how things have been going with Silicon Valley billionaires lately, I guess we should just be thankful that he's not releasing the fucking white power wall. On <laughs> on <laughs> <laughs> on the flip side of that, uh, Elon Musk has had well over time a decent track record. I mean, he does have a line know. of cars. <laughs> He does have a line of cars that are out. Yes, they came out late. Late, yes, some of them are more expensive than they were originally supposed to be, but they are out. Uh, he also, they're all, didn't they just um, cancel a model recently that was meant to be like the super cheap one? No, I think I'm pretty they? sure that, no, they didn't cancel yeah, that. I'm pretty sure they recently canceled a model. I'm pretty what? sure the one that they have slated for the $35,000, I'm pretty sure the one they have slated for being available for $35,000 is still on its way yeah the only one you're talking about could be the model 3 and uh, i haven't heard that they canceled it yeah, so. yeah the model 3 is still on their website yeah as coming out for 35k yeah and i mean you gotta pee. i mean the power wall <laughs> is still here i mean they're still selling the power wall solar city is doing good and with any luck the two the tesla and solar city are going to be merging soon so you know might be more <laughs> doable than you know than you'd think. Ah, and let's not forget that this is a man who has sent things, who has successfully sent things to space, which is not an easy thing to do. Um, so I have well, hope for this. <laughs> More like this is a man who hired a bunch of people to send something to space, which is something that anyone can achieve given enough money. Donald Trump could send things to fucking space if he threw enough money at it. I think Trump's bigger problem would be the people. <laughs> Fair. Uh, let's see. But Please yeah, no, I've, I must admit, the last couple of years, I've lost a lot of confidence and faith uh, in Elon Musk. I mean, just watching the dude carry on and fucking accuse people of being part of, like, weird anti-Tesla conspiracies because their fucking suspension broke on their car <laughs> and fucking shit like that. Like, I don't uh, know, man. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, oh, and he treats the employees actually, so fuck him. Uh, let's see here. PlayStation View is on Android TV right now. Uh, will be on Mac and PCs later. So if you don't know what uh, PlayStation View is, uh, it's basically cable without cable. So oh, it's like Netflix. No, except it, no, it's live TV. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. Uh, it's for cord cutters, so, and uh, now so it's kind of like all streaming services that I already have for free. Yeah, well, you. Well, yeah, in America, we don't have we these don't have things those. for space, so fuck off. We don't just get This is ITV. why you need a parliament. <laughs> this is why a lot of our stuff uh, who is way cheaper than yours. <laughs> I would like to uh, know most of our stuff is way cheaper. This is true. Um, <laughs> yeah, so if you like, um, if you like services like uh, Sling... TV, or if you were totally jazzed about what was that Arrow that uh, would let you pay a subscription to watch live TV from a tiny antenna in New York, um, <laughs> <laughs> then you will uh, you will really like PlayStation View, and uh, now you don't need a PlayStation Four to use it, so that's good. Uh, anybody here has cut the cord? Skojo, you you've cut your cord. You've cut the cable cord, right? You don't I actually. No, I well, no. I mean, I have very basic cable just no. because my internet comes cheaper ah. with basic cable, and they gave me free HBO, so it's like oh. they gave me ultra ultra fast like internet plus basic cable plus HBO plus for Oliver. like seventy bucks. I was like, fine, mm. I'll take cable. I keep trying to get rid of cable, but they keep giving me a deal that's better than what I would get if I just had the internet. Yeah. So George, and they give me HBO. George, you cut the cord. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Does this look compelling yeah, to you? I don't watch TV. Oh, so, <laughs> well, <laughs> George, can we be clear here? Do you watch TV shows? <laughs> Not a lot of them, no. But you do. No, 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 no. <laughs> when you say I don't watch TV, 
you that denotes that you nothing, do not watch anything that is broadcast on TV ever at any other moment. Wait a minute. Uh, oh, like, seriously, no. I actually had a problem. I wanted to have a Super Bowl party to watch the ads in the Super Bowl, and then I went, "Shit! How do I actually watch the Super Bowl?" They're just posted online. I don't like. <laughs> I don't have any means with which to watch a major sporting event. I can't do it. <laughs> have you considered cable? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I really like. Seriously, it's not worth one uh, day a year. Have uh, you considered uh, stealing cables? Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, we I, in no way advocate fires. stealing cable. Um, I do. I, fucking steal all the cable you want. I'm uh, in a different country. He's in a different Come country. Get me, fuckers. Ah. <laughs> So yeah, that that's uh, PlayStation View. I might actually give this a try, but not right now. Uh, well, I have uh, a like, news yeah. in self-driving car news, which oh. is more interesting than the FCC's new privacy bollocks. Ah, but the FCC's amazing Turbo. What could self-driving cars possibly be that's more exciting than the FCC? Mm. Well, uh, you remember George Hotz, the. You know, the famous hacker type fellow. I who, do. Yeah. yeah. Well, he was coming out with a uh, brand new self-driving car kit that could apparently be attached to any mo- reasonably modern car. This I've heard of, Called yes. the uh, Comma One. Mm-hmm. And he has just cancelled this product project, uh, unfortunately. So no more Comma One. That is not coming out. Oh, what happened with this? Yes. What happened with it? Uh, well, basically, he was like going on saying, like, oh, yeah, it's going to be $1,000 installed in any car and everything else. People are like, well, how does it compare to other systems? And he's going, like, well, for a start, it's much simpler because things like reading road signs and reading pedestrian movement and things like they're all just gimmicks. And then, mm-hmm. <laughs> the, uh, um, and then the NHTSA I see a says, mild problem. That sounds that. very interesting. We would like to talk to you about that very much. <laughs> 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 oh, and uh, the the uh, I keep trying to say FTC. What the fuck? The NHTSA yeah. basically just went like, okay, you've got to tell us how it's installed, what safety features you're taking. And like how it safely operates. Send us the user manuals and like just a layout or something that shows us the device as you want to build it. And then the next thing that he announced was, I'm shutting down the project and not releasing the product. Rather than be subject to any government rules and regulations, he pulled an Uber and threw in the towel and quit. (laughs) <laughs> well, that's because he had shit. Yeah, probably, yeah. Um, I imagine so. Yes. Yeah. Um, just one one quick thing before we get to the uh, the very short story about the FCC. Uh we've got a new racing league coming up. Global, uh, Red Bull Global Rallycross is adding an all-electric class of racing, which is going to be great. I was hoping for camels. <laughs> no. I, no. Hey, man, have you ever been to the camel races? Camel I have seen camel sick. races. I would much prefer electric rallycross. <laughs> I want to see camel rallycross. You have no fucks about electric race cars. Why? Yeah. It's all tor- it's 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 instant torque. Come on, man. It's to, no, it's just a flat power curve. That that's yes. okay. Great. <laughs> the the gear ratios on race cars are so tight as to the power curve doesn't matter anyway, so what's the point? I think it's going to be cool and you're weird for not thinking it's cool too. <laughs> <laughs> Come oh, on, man. I'm it's, just going to wait to see if it is actually cool. Before I'm, I I'm quite cool. a fan of explosions powering cars. That's really cool. Well, I am too, but that doesn't mean I can't be open to, you know, non-explosion. Lightning-powered cars, George. Lightning! <laughs> All right. That's fair enough. There you Lightning go. Cars, Besides, there you go. Formula E is actually pretty fun. 
too. It's the weird, the most quiet motorsport in the world. <laughs> the only problem is that, like, other than Formula E, like, how many, well, half-decent electric racing leagues do we have that aren't, like, just amateur shit shows? And don't they, they like, swap a car midway in Formula E? <laughs> they do e? do that. They do <laughs> like, do that. Oh, I'm sorry, Victor. I mean, this is run out of, run out of charge. Like, I mean, this is neat technology, and it's yeah. going to be cool one day, but right now it's just so sad. Well, they swap tires I, in Formula One, George. Yeah, they, they well, It takes them a, like two and a half seconds. It's ridiculous. <laughs> no, you know what would be really cool? If they had like a battery change halfway through where you have to like rip the battery out and like well, throw it's, another battery it's in. It's actually <laughs> faster. <laughs> Scojo, it's actually faster like- to just switch cars. <laughs> no, I know, no, but I mean, like, but actually, you can't no, do that. Look this up on YouTube. Look up a, a driver change in Formula E, and it's so hilarious this to watch. Kind of, that part, imagine, like, kind of funny. <laughs> imagine. I don't know, if you don't know anything about a Formula One car, or in this case, a Formula E car, you sit literally with your butt inches off the road so your butt is the lowest thing in your body so imagine trying to hoist yourself yeah no, it's, how short you are you George? yeah you really sit. no seriously your feet are up come from like your butt it's the weirdest thing in the world i i sat in a formula one car in the brussels uh motor museum i i sat in an actual formula e car george and it's not your your butt is just as low as the rest of your, you know, your legs and stuff, you know? I, I mean, yeah, I'm exaggerating for a fact right. because that's just exactly how right, you do but it. The Formula E but, cars are pretty damn neat. I mean, they there's I mean, one mechanic of it I don't like. I don't like the fan boost mechanic. I think that's stupid. What? Yeah. Hold on. I don't know anything about Formula All right. What you you, you look say? that up uh, while we just quickly uh, go through the FCC no, thing. That, that's Basically, that. if your team has more spicy memes, you get to go faster. <laughs> kind of. Oh, fuck that. It's, yeah. Fuck that. Yeah, uh, yeah you try to explain it better, Victor. <laughs> that's, no, that, that's pretty Victor, on point. I'm sorry. That's pretty- I'm sorry, Victor. Anything you can say that's good about Formula E is immediately canceled <laughs> out by that. That's done. We're going to know. We'll have none of that uh, bullshit in our racing. Now I'm watching videos uh, of Formula E. It's really great. And here comes Kimmy down the straight. Oh, and he's been overtaken oh, yeah. by Diva's meme junkyard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I would yeah, love to see Kimmy Raikkonen. Junkrat's out back shit post, Shaq. Ah, <laughs> uh, Kimmy Raikkonen would be so No, nah, man. Pissed. I reckon, like, if they're going to have battery swaps, can you just imagine that, like, instead of changing the whole battery pack, they have to reef open the hatch on these cars and just start ripping out like the double <laughs> <way>. <laughs> just fucking, They've got a shovel in there. They're just fucking you know throwing what, out it, thousands of the pricks. It's just like, fucking hurry it up. So. <laughs> you know what would be really so cool? Like, like clicking if, them back in on the other side. All right, so here's what would be really cool. So if So the batteries are on the bottom of the car. Here's yeah. what they do. Here's what they just eject them out. No, 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 (laughs) no. They lift up the entire car with like basically an engine hoist. Lift up the entire car. Driver is still inside, mind you. This is how they do a tire change. Yeah, the battery. No, 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 no. I don't mean just like a little bit. I mean fucking up. And uh, the battery drops out of the bottom onto a little cart. They wheel away that cart and immediately wheel in, wheel in another one and basically drop the car on top of the cart with the battery. Take out the and cart and off it goes. Immediately burn out, yes. And immediately break off one of the guidance rods because you're dropping a fucking thousand pound car. Well, I don't mean just, I don't mean like pulling a pin and a chunk. I mean just like down, you know, the same way they drop a car. They drop the Formula One cars for the tire changes. Anywho, uh, last yeah, thing. I don't know, like, I haven't been that excited about uh, fucking 
electric racing without actually seeing the racing series first. I kind of learned that lesson because I got super excited about a a heavily modified Tesla going up Pikes Peak. I'm like, oh, we're going to see some new records. Fuck yeah. No. Because this thing was stripped out. It was fucking, it had the fucking stripped down battery pack to save weight. It was fucking. They Do you know the how much energy it takes ice. to go up Pikes Peak? Yeah. Oh, they made it all the way to the top. The Not only very quickly. Oh, aren't they were the fastest electric production car that's ever been up Pikes Peak? Because the only mm. other electric production car that's been up Pikes Peak was a fucking Honda Fit. <laughs> An unmodified <laughs> Honda Fit. And they didn't even crack the top 50 for Pikes Peak's cars. Yeah. They got beaten by, like, semi-trucks. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing about the Tesla cars is they're amazing three times. And then, and then you have to recharge. <laughs> and then they start the performance starts dropping off real fast. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just, amazing because I mean, for most people, seriously, most people don't actually like they buy these five hundred horsepower V eight cars or whatever, like Mercedes, whatever they are, <sighs> and they don't use fifty percent of their potential ever. Yep. So a Tesla is fantastic. Well, see, it's also really the other point is that Teslas are amazing in a straight line. Guess what Pike Pe- Pike's Peak is really not? <laughs> not very straight. <laughs> not at all, no. It, it is about as straight as Elton John at a fucking Pride Parade, mate. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like, they're, not, they're not bad in corners. They're all right. They're not great. No, they they wallow George, a come lot, on. dude. They're not, I mean, they're, they're not bad. They're not amazing. I mean, they're no GT3 or anything. Oh, else. no, like, they're not even a regular family sedan kind of passable, no. at least at race speeds. Going through corners like at regular driving around speeds, like 99% of people who aren't maniacs do. <laughs> yeah, they're great. They're fine. They're perfectly normal. But when, as soon as you start taking them quick, they how they have this weird low center of gravity and nothing else drives like them. And I should read that as actually they drive like shit. Is that the truth? Kind of. Uh, kind of. Nothing. It's true. Nothing else drives like them. And it does feel really weird. Like you feel like you should be losing it when you're not. The only problem is that it's still just not as quick through corners as a petrol car. Because, yeah, a regular car that feels that heavy isn't going to go through corners like that. But most cars aren't fucking four and a half ton. Yeah. I mean, the Tesla um, is very quick. And it does have that really low center of gravity, but it is much heavier than a car of a comparable size. Just uh, if you're a you if you're a Tesla S-class racer, I guess. Just, if uh, if you're a Tesla racer, just try and make up that speed on the straightaways, I suppose. Yeah, and good luck getting or halfway through the laps. <laughs> yeah. All right. Last thing. Here we go. Uh, The FCC has new privacy rules uh, that basically control how ISPs, your internet service provider, uh, handles your personal information. So before, uh, before this new privacy rule, ISPs could monitor your traffic. They, you know, basically everything you did, which is why there was such a big push towards uh, people encrypting their connections and doing all that, which is still, still very important. Uh, but now the new privacy rules make it so that rather than having to uh, opt out from such inspection of your traffic, now the ISPs have to get you to opt in. And uh, based on my understanding of this, it's not like it's not something they can uh, roll into your terms of service. It has to be a discreet thing. So they they can't be like they can't be like you can't have our service unless you opt in. Yeah, no, they cannot do that. So I I got nothing on this. Does anyone else care? I mean, why do you think I put it last? It's good. <laughs> it's news. I mean, but there's a thanks. reason it's the last thing we're talking about. Thanks, Obama, for putting forward uh, probably an FACC head that would mm-hmm. think about this. Yeah. How actually, how cool is it that, you know, we have this crazy FCC head that actually gives a fuck who used to be a crazy cable guy and a- everyone thought he was going to totally be in the cable industry's pocket? I tell you what, though, he probably if he if he was head of the FCC in 1996, he probably wouldn't have let the Telecommunications Act in 1996 get through. <laughs> Fucking hate that shit. <sighs> <laughs> 
Yeah, Anybody here like, know what I'm talking about? No. Actually, offhand, no, I don't. Offhand. I, I probably did at one point. Uh, you want to explain? Telecommunications Act of 1996 is what vastly deregulated the cable and broadcast industries. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah. Amending the Communication Act of 1934. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you. It's fascinating. Yeah, it's basically what made it so that it basically it enabled things like Clear Channel to exist. What's Clear Channel? Uh, gigantic radio network. Not probably seven out of ten of the radio stations on your dial are probably clear channel stations. But who's well, dial, sir? What the fuck well, is not dial? yours, Cherba. Well, it's the thing that comes with that Microsoft <laughs> Surface tablet. That's it. Well, I mean, the thing if you got to see, if you scroll your dial, if you scroll your wheel through the radio dial, you'll likely hit a clear channel station. <laughs> Yeah, but he the, gave the, you a Microsoft Surface and uh, give you a knob a stroke. <laughs> the Telecommunication uh, Act of 1996 wasn't an FCC action, though. It was an act of Congress. Right, but the FCC has the right to come in and weigh in on it and to make recommendations. And at the time, the FCC was totally cool with it. I must hmm. be getting real tired because I thought you were going to say an act of God. <laughs> 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 Yeah, but I mean, if they pass it, regardless of what the FCC person uh, says, the FCC has to deal with that act as it stands, not um, like, you know, they can't just suddenly be like, well, we're not going to enforce the Telecommunication Act of 1996. (sighs) Just saying, Congress's fault again. (laughs) It's always Congress's fault. Grumble, grumble, grumble. Um, Yeah, seriously, Tom Wheeler has not been... (laughs) Like a bad FCC chair. He is not. Like, he's been a surprise for for a guy who was all up in the cable industry's business. And you'd think he'd totally be a cable industry shill. He has been surprisingly an FCC chair of the people. Yep. Yeah, Yeah, it turns out there are benefits to having someone with, like, relevant industry experience in the position. (laughs) Who would have thought? thought? I'm pretty Maybe. sure, you know, when he was appointed, they probably asked him a few questions and realized, hey, he might be a cool dude, even though he has his experience within the industry. Oh, even you mean though? Things like that? Even, <laughs> I would, it's I like, would think it'd be because. It's like when people are like, all lobbyists are bad. It's like, well, there's actually lobbyists out there that are like fighting for gay rights. Yeah. <laughs> like, there are good lobbyists. Well, depends. Well, depends lobbyists. on what you're... Depends on what your stance on gay rights is as well. Well, yes. Yeah. That's what I mean. There's a lobbyist for, you know, yeah. atheism. There's a lobbyist <laughs> for... It just depends on uh, the money. You know, that I was actually... be the most annoying fucking pack of lobbyists to hang uh, out with. <laughs> Here's the thing about atheism, though. I was actually, you know, a while ago, I was rereading the Constitution, like the exact rights of the Constitution. And if you don't believe in anything a god, whatever, you don't get rights in this country, technically. No, that's not true. I mean, no one enforces it like that. That's not the way it's read in the in the Supreme Court. But if you don't believe in a god or a religion, you don't count as a person. George, that uh, doesn't sound I what right. It was. Not, I, don't, I think you're interpreting something. I am reading it literally. Literally. Are you looking oh, at the okay. Bill of Rights? Not yeah. Really. I don't yeah, know what I was reading. I have this funny feeling that legally this has probably been tested. Yeah. on this subject. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, anyways, that's uh, that's a topic for another uh, episode. In the meantime, uh, thank you to Skojo, Cherba, and George for another wonderful episode of Acceptable Vices. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.
This show is brought to you in part by our Patreon supporters. In no particular order, thank you to Rochelle Mantanona, Grant McGillivray, Kate McIntyre-Ross, and Geek Knights for generously pledging $5 a month or more. If you'd like to support this show and all of our other shows here at Frostworks, you might want to consider becoming a patron yourself. Every little bit helps, and becoming a patron gives you access to behind-the-scenes goodies like blooper reels, project previews, and other great rewards. To find out more, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Victor Frost.